Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, 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 everyone, to another episode of Enterprise Life Radio. I am your host, Kenyatta Tidwell. So excited to have you join us today on Enterprise Life Radio, where we are bringing you everyday people doing extraordinarily amazing things. We're talking about topics on family, fun, and fun, enterprise, parenthood, and entrepreneurship. So excited today because we do have an extra special guest, none other than Cheyenne Bostic, and he is a life and relationship expert, author, and father, and he's going to talk about his movement as well as the Break Every Chain book that he had that came out in December. So we're very, very excited about that. Um, The Break Every Chain book is a guide to help our men overcome the vicious cycle of fatherless homes, unemployment, and incarceration that plague our communities. So we are going to be really, really delving in deep to the, the things that he is encountering, the things that he is addressing in his campaign, as well as his book, his brand-new release book that just came out in December. So it's going to be a very interesting topic. But first of all, we wanted to talk to you just a little bit about enterprise and what it means to enterprise. Remember, enterprising is going where no you has ever gone before. So always remember, in your life, no matter what it is that you want to do, you always have an opportunity to push farther, reach higher, achieve those goals. Even the dreams that you have, everything is within reach. Just think positive and know that you can do it. So I'm going to bring on our guest. Welcoming Cheyenne to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. This is an awesome opportunity. I am so excited. And uh, we went on ahead and I talked to them a little bit about your book as well as the Break Every Chain movement. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. So let's just get right into the knit and the grit. Tell us a little bit about some of the things that you've been up to. I know that your book just came out in December, and um, you are using the hashtag Break Every Chain, and I know that you're doing video interviews of very-profile people in the community as well as, you know, on, in the nation. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing and the mission that you have as well as your book. First of all, thank you so much for having me on the show, and I'm super excited about this Break Every Chain movement. I wrote this book, Break Every Chain, for all of the men out there, fathers, brothers, sons, who are looking to improve as a man in all areas of their lives. And I decided to write about this topic because my father passed away when I was one year old, and there were so many lessons that I I learned growing up. Some were good, some were bad, but... I decided, especially looking at my young son, he's seven now, looking at my son and seeing how much he wants to be like me, how much he even looks like me, and he just admires everything that I do. I have to make sure that I don't teach him the same lessons that are going to lead me down the wrong path that I was taught when I was growing up. So I've made a choice to break that chain and break that cycle so that my son can grow up to be the best man he can be. Wow. Wow, that is so important. Now, um, just slightly off topic, but I have 
been watching a little bit, and I understand that you are taking a siesta, taking some time off of social media. So tell us a little bit about that, because I think that actually goes in line with what you were, were just saying about trying to be the best father and example that you can be. Yes, I actually decided to take time off of social media for the Lent season. And the ultimate goal is to strengthen my relationship with God. I believe that that's going to make me a better leader, a better father, a better partner, a better friend, and just an overall better influence to society. And sometimes social media can take you away from what's really important, and that's your fellowship with God and with others. And I want to take this time to develop that and come back even stronger in April. Wow, that is phenomenal. I want to acknowledge you and recognize you for that, taking such a big, big step, a big leap, because social media can be, just like you were saying, it can suck you in. And uh, mm -hmm. making that choice and that decision, especially with where your where your business and your exposure is right now, I know that was not an easy decision to make. Absolutely, and that was the sacrifice. You know, the whole point of giving something up is what are you sacrificing? And you made an excellent point because Twitter is my number one source for uh, media and for business. All of my media attention has come from come through Twitter. Most of my book sales and my, my in inquiries for uh, workshops and events and things like that come from Twitter. So stepping off of social media definitely has an impact on business, but it's a sacrifice because now I have the time to figure out how can I develop relationships offline? And that's more important than a virtual relationship. Wow. I like how you said that, and that is so critical, especially to business building. A lot of people want to get in on the information wave and, and the Internet as far as trying to build their business and things, but it still is primarily offline that the actual solidification of those relationships is done. Definitely. So that being said, what has been your experience with that, taking the relationships or just using the opportunity to create and cultivate those relationships offline, even though you have such a large presence online? Well, I think this was a great opportunity for me to develop and strengthen relationships in the community, whether it's in my church, whether it's the local recreation center, whether it's within the nonprofit organizations in my community. Um, I think that if I want to make a difference in the world, I have to start right in my backyard. And so right. I have to get out there and start nurturing these relationships so that I can make a difference where I live. And it's been great so far. I've I've gotten a great opportunity to meet a lot of wonderful people um, who aren't as connected online as I am, but they're wow. connected offline where I need to be. So it's great mm -hmm. to have um, both avenues to choose from. Uh, but right now, the focus is definitely on the offline at, uh, atmosphere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm commending you definitely for that. So let's talk a little bit about the Break Every Chain movement and the video interviews that you've been doing. Just name a few of some of the high-profile people that you've gotten to, that you've been able to interview 
and some of the things that they said and how that has impacted you and the direction of your movement. Yes, on my website, I have a Break Every Chain video that I did with my brothers, and we talked about our relationship with our father um, during the short time he was here on this earth. He passed when he was only 35. I was one. One of my brothers in the videos was five. The other was 14. And we talked about um, how it impacted us as young men. And so that sparked something inside of me. I had an idea to go around asking influential men about the chains that they want to see broken in society. And so I live in Brooklyn, and I had the opportunity to interview our Brooklyn Borough President, Eric Adams, as well as our um, Senator Kevin Parker, and our Assemblyman Walter Mosley, and a few other elected officials. And they shared things that they, they all had different answers, and they shared the chains that they want to see broken in society. For one, it was poverty. Another, it was gang violence. Another, it was community outreach. And they were all excellent answers because they gave something that was unique to their lifestyle and their upbringing and what they see in this world that they want to make a difference in. And I think that if you give men an opportunity to speak about the differences that they want to see, whether it's in their personal life, in their community, or in the world, they'll speak. They'll speak. And that's what the Break Every Chain movement is about, allowing men to show their emotion, to show the things that they value and they care about, and to let them know that it's okay to be a man, to cry, to share, to communicate, and to love other people openly. And that's what these videos do. Wow. Wow. I actually had an opportunity to see the video. The video is very, very moving. So for those of, of our listeners that have not had an opportunity to view the video, where can they access that video at? You can watch the Break Every Chain video right on my website on the homepage, www.askshyb.com. That's A S K. C-H-E-Y, the letter B, dot com. And the rest of the YouTube videos can be found on YouTube.com slash B. And there's a variety of videos with um, the elected officials that I mentioned earlier and um, other influential people in our community. Wow. Now, I am going to say that when I was watching the video of you and your brothers, I started crying. That video was <laughs> very, very hard. I mean, it was it was a beautiful, beautiful video, a very intimate and detailed view into your upbringing and the experiences that you and your brothers went through and then, you know, how your father and, and everything that happened around his passing, how that affected you all. And uh, that's just, it, it was a beautiful video. It was a beautiful video. And, you know, thank you. And you know what's interesting about that that video? is I've never seen my brothers cry. Wow. And in that video, my brothers, they cried. We cried in front of each other. We opened our hearts more than we have any other time in our lives. And they said that that was the best day of their lives. It was one of the best best days of my life, too. It was my first time seeing my father's burial plot. And I got to share that with my older brothers who had a closer relationship with my father. They had more time with my father. And the stories that they told and the emotions that they poured out, it was something that I had never experienced with my brothers. And I think that for them, that having that moment with me and with each other was a breath of fresh air. 
It was like a weight lifted off their shoulders because society teaches us to be tough, to hold back our tears, to not show emotion. And that's that's not healthy. It reflected in that video when my brothers were letting out those tears. I knew where those tears had come from. That's years and years and years and years of backed up emotions that are being poured out and let go. And that's what it means to break every chain, let go of the pain that's holding you back from being successful in life, in love, and in relationships. Wow, that was powerful. That was very, very powerful. Now, as you were talking, something came to mind because you really hit the nail on the head. In in our society, men sharing that emotion of crying is seen as two different things. For those that are connected with how healthy being connected to your emotions are, it's one thing. It's a positive thing because we know that tears are, are, are healing, they're cleansing. But for those that are still built on the old stigmas, um, how are you, what, what would be one thing that you would say to encourage men of every age in that arena? Because showing emotions, anger is one thing. Anyone can get upset and can start a fight and, you know, but I would actually say- being able to break down. Explain that and and give a word of encouragement for the men out there. To all the men that are listening, I would say that it's healthy to connect with other people. And one of the things that you're going to notice when you're trying to connect with other people is that they've been places just like you. They've hit rock bottom just like you. And anyone who's hit rock bottom and has bounced back up knows that the key to connecting with other people is being transparent, allowing yourself to be vulnerable. No one wants to build a long-lasting relationship with someone who doesn't show a part of them, a part of their history, a part of their past, a part of their heritage. And so if you want to grow as an individual, if you want to grow as a couple, if you want to grow as a As a business, you have to be willing to show a part of you that you're uncomfortable with because that lets the other person know that you're human. But if you pretend as though you're some robot, you don't have any problems, you've never hit rock bottom, you're good, there's no area in life that needs to be fixed, what's going to happen is people are going to want to knock you off of that pedestal. They're not going to want to engage with you and share with you because they feel as though you're not being real. You're not being genuine. You're not being sincere. And to a person who wants to be open, transparent, and vulnerable, they can't relate. And so that relationship is going to become stale. It's not going to go anywhere because the foundation is shaky. But when you allow yourself to be open and vulnerable and transparent and you're willing to share something about yourself, about your past, about your history and your heritage, then you're more likely to build a healthy relationship because you've opened the door of trust and you've allowed that person to come in and they're going to share with you. And that's the start of a healthy relationship, whether it's, it's with another man and as a friend, whether it's with your, with your son, your father, your brother, or with your significant other. 
You have to allow yourself to let go of some of the things that have been holding you back so that you can move yourself forward. Wow. Thank you for that. True, true words of wisdom. So let's talk about the book. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually in the process of writing a book, and it was going to be, well, it still is in the process. It was going to be a book on mentorship targeted for women, right? Single mothers, Mm -hmm. I'm a single mother. And I had a, a, a question that stumped every man that I asked. And mm. reading the first chapter of your book, you addressed that question. So I was pleasantly surprised, and I had to chuckle to myself because I said, this is going to be a great question for me to ask you. So one of the <laughs> questions that I asked in my survey, I was taking a survey, and it is, what makes a man a man? That's a great question, and I think a, a lot of women want to hear this answer. Um, a good man, you don't, it, 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 let me, a great man is someone who has value, sees value, and then adds value. And so um. that's what you want to look for in a significant other, is someone who is, is great in those areas. He has the value in himself. He sees the value in you. And then he adds the value that he has and the value that you need. Wow. That's very, very interesting. I like the way that you put that. You made it very, very simplistic. Now, is not value in the eye of the beholder? Well, you know what? Let's pretend, for example, we had a diamond. You have a diamond in your hand, right? Right, right. But you don't, you don't know the value of that diamond. So if you let, you let someone come along and say, you know what, what's that in your hand? And you say, I don't know. And they say, you know, I'll give you $10 for it. And you say, okay. I didn't know what it was anyway. So mm-hmm. you've just given away this diamond that's worth millions or billions for $10. And mm-hmm. so that that goes to what you what you just said, which is a great point. The beholder needs to know what its value is, what its worth is. Because if you know you have a diamond in your hand, you're not gonna settle for ten dollars. You're not gonna mm-hmm. settle for a hundred, a thousand. You're gonna place value, you're gonna appraise yourself. You're gonna place value on whatever it is that you have and make sure that when it comes time to partner that you're negotiating based on what you feel you're worth and what you feel you deserve, and you get just that out of the deal. All right, fair enough. Now, the next question is, for those who have had an interesting upbringing, I'm going to use the word interesting, right? Mm-hmm. And it goes back to that value that they perceive. Some people... You know, everyone's been brought up differently. So how do, let's let's try to put this in in the right perspective. When you are trying to, working towards being the right person, and we'll keep the the spotlight on men, when you're working to become the best man possible, what are some of the things that you look at or what are some of the things that you personally have used in order to guide your path as far as this 
is what's going to make me a great man? Well, I like to encourage people to become the total package. And the total package consists of building yourself up in four areas. Areas. One is becoming financially stable. Two, spiritually stable. Three, emotionally available. And then four, physically stable. So when you're building yourself up in these areas, you become more attractive in all areas of your lives. So now you have the confidence in your finances. You have the confidence in your emotional stability. You have the confidence in the way you look. And you have confidence in your spirituality. And so when you walk, you're not demanding respect. You're commanding it based on the energy that you're projecting. And that's exactly what you're going to attract. All right. Okay. Now, I want to thank you for that answer. I appreciated that. Answer mm-hmm. this question, the blank. Happiness is? Happiness is a choice. Mm. You have to choose it for yourself. No one can make you happy. They should only be able to make you happier. So basically, it all starts with you. It all starts with you. This is something that you develop in yourself, and then it becomes a standard for your relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think what you've just said, even though the emphasis was on manhood and, and men and rearing young boys, it actually is a philosophy on life in general. Definitely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. This is great. I am just having so much fun with these questions. All right. So for my last question, because we are at the seven-minute mark, and I want you to have time to plug your, your new events and the things that you're doing, just tell us a little bit about how you actually got into your business you know how you started Break Every Chain, but how did you get into life and relationship coaching? Well, it started back in 2011. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I was going through a rough breakup, and I was living in a homeless shelter at the time. And so I'm applying to 100 jobs a day and not getting any luck with uh, interviews and jobs and things like that. And also, while I was living in the homeless shelter, I was expressing what I was going through in my relationship on social media and creating these forums where people can uh, talk about their experiences as well. And so after people would share their commentary, I would say, you know what, send me your questions. I created AskShiB at gmail.com. I said, send me your questions. And I'll give you the best possible answer. And then after a while, it became so overwhelming, the questions from these people. I was backed up by hundreds. I was like, wow, these people really care about relationships. Perhaps I should take this a step further. And so I'm living in the homeless shelter, answering these people's questions. And then I asked myself, I said, (laughs) excuse me, what am I doing here? Not just in this homeless shelter, 
But what am I doing here on this earth? What what is my purpose? If I were, if I were to die today, would anyone care? Would my life have meant anything? And the scary part was no. The the answer to that question was no, and that was scary for me. And wow. for the first time for the first time in my life, I had a chance to connect with God. He spoke to me, and I listened to him because I said, you know, I've tried everything else. Now, what do you want me to do? And he told me. He said. I want you to go and volunteer your time at a nonprofit organization. And I said, I, I'm unemployed. I don't have any money. I don't have my own place. I need a job. I need money, and I need it now. And so I said, you know what? Maybe that's what got me in this place in the first place, being selfish. And so I went to the nonprofit. I filled out a volunteer application and submitted my resume. And when they saw my resume, they said, Mr. Bostock, we don't want you to volunteer. We want to hire you full time. And I was like, wow, is this what God was trying to show me all along? That when I'm giving him my time and my resources, that I get blessed? And so I decided to use that methodology with everything that I do. And so I started to take people's questions for free. And that helped me to develop my skills and helped me to develop the responses that I, I give to these people and helping them find solutions and in helping them move forward in their relationships, that helped me to move forward in mine, my relationship with myself and my relationship with others. And so I created a platform on social media and, and my website where people can ask Shy B anything they like about relationships, about business that will help them get to the next level. And what's great about this story is while I was applying to 100 different jobs a day, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, living in that homeless shelter get, allowed me to see something that I never saw. And that was myself on the inside. I had nothing but my pride, but I had to truthfully and honestly look myself in the mirror and say, who are you? What are you good at? What are you great at? And then that's when it hit me that I love speaking to people. I love motivating and inspiring other people. And so I decided to take my passion and turn it into a source of income. And that's how Ask Shibi was born. Wow. What an inspiring story. Truly inspiring. So we are heading down to the last two minutes of our show. So what I want to do is just in one quick sentence, Sum up everything that you said, one sentence of encouragement for the men listening and the, the single fathers, the single parents out there. Definitely. I want to encourage each and every one of you to work on your relationship constantly and make sure that you're carrying with you what I like to call the seven habits of highly effective relationships. And those things are love, trust respect, loyalty, honesty, communication, and support. If you carry those seven things with you every day of your life throughout your relationship, you'll see nothing but great fruits coming from that relationship because you're planting good seeds. So break every chain that's holding you back from being successful in life, in love, and in relationships. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you for that word of encouragement. Very powerful. Now, how can we support you, and where can people connect with you? 
Great question. I'm easy to find. All of my social media and my website is the same name, Ask Shy B. That's A-S-K-C-H-E-Y in the letter B. I'm on LinkedIn, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And I would love for you guys to subscribe to my newsletter on my website. And be sure to call in on Free Advice Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for the ladies, pick up my book, Food, Sex, and Peace of Mind, What a Woman Needs to Know to Keep a Man. And for the gentlemen, pick up my brand new book, Break Every Chain, Lessons Every Father Should Teach His Son About Life, Love, and Relationships. Both books are available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And you can get a signed copy at www.askshybe.com. I'm looking forward to connecting with you all. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cheyenne, for being a guest on our show. Thank you for all those awesome words of wisdom, all of those beautiful nuggets of encouragement and motivation. I wish you much continued success in everything that you should do. Blessings to you and your family. And uh, just continue to keep pushing. You are a motivation and inspiration to so many. So blessings and continued success. Thank you. Same to you. All right. 